Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2460, Motivation and Money by Honey Smith with GetRichSlowly.org. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This show is actually one of multiple shows in our network covering different topics like personal development, health, relationships, and work. So if you like this show, be sure to search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of our others. But for now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Motivation and Money by Honey Smith with GetRichSlowly.org For those of us like me who are in the midst of the long, hard slog of debt paydown, staying motivated can be tough. How do you keep your excitement up and your determination high when financial independence is barely visible on the horizon? Here are some methods for staying the course when your goals will take months or years, heck, even decades to achieve. Number one, keep your goal visible. This is that one tip with which you may be familiar. Let's say your goal is to move someplace tropical when you retire, sarcastic because there are so many definitions of retirement. However, even early retirement is years or decades away. How can you keep your goal at the forefront of your mind? Turns out there are plenty of ways. You could make your computer screensaver a picture of a hammock on the beach. You could pick a personalized design for your credit card that reminds you of what you really want when you're tempted to spend. I read a blog recently that suggested making passwords incorporating phrases that remind you of your goals, like retire in Belize 2045. Finding a way to make the far off a part of your everyday life may help you keep your eyes on the prize. Number two, make yourself accountable. Declaring your goals publicly can be a great strategy to help you stay focused. This is in no small part because when you let others know your goals, they'll often speak up when you're in danger of going off course. True story, when I was in sixth grade, I decided that I needed to lose weight. My solution was to tell all of my friends that I was allergic to chocolate. Anytime I went near a candy bar, their chorus of concern would stop me in my tracks. Now, to be clear, I don't recommend lying to your loved ones. What was I thinking? Oh, well, at 11 years old, your brain's barely developed. You're bound to make some silly decisions. At least that's what my mid-30s me would have you believe. My point is that if you have supportive friends and family, Sharing your goals with others may lead to a timely reminder of what's really important in the moment of weakness. I share my goals here on Get Rich Slowly. You can too, via a reader story or in the forums. Number three, switch your strategy. There's only one path to wealth, spend less than you earn. But there are two main approaches to achieving that goal. You can cut your costs or you can increase your income. 
many people align themselves more closely with one path over the other. However, it would probably be wise to spend some time thinking about both sides of the equation. One way to avoid losing interest and less momentum is by periodically shifting your focus between the two approaches. Maybe this month you spend some serious time with a spreadsheet analyzing your grocery store purchases and identifying ways to cut back on food costs while still eating well. Then next month, you go through your closets and garage to find items to sell on Craigslist or eBay. Or I do now I don't.com on the off chance you're trying to sell an engagement ring that was a poor investment. The following month, you comparison shop for car insurance, and the next month you pick up some overtime at work. You get the idea. Number four, celebrate your successes. Turning your long-term goals into short-term goals can give you a sense of urgency that may help you keep motivation alive. For example, pay off $90,000 in student loan debt. Seems like it's too hard, massive, impossible to get excited about. Even if I make an extra payment of a few hundred bucks, I don't feel any closer to success. On the other hand, let's say I set a monthly goal along the lines of make at least one extra payment of $500. Suddenly, I feel like I've actually accomplished something when I make the exact same payment. Same money, different perspective, more motivation. Once you've achieved your short-term goal for the month, you can think about a reward. However, it's important that you don't break the bank with rewards. Is there something free or nearly free that you can use as a motivating goal? For example, if retiring to that tropical island is your dream, you can spend some time online looking at real estate in that country or geeking out with a cost of living calculator. Or maybe you reward yourself with something really nice after six months of extra payments instead of rewarding yourself every single month. And number five, take a break. Every minute of every day doesn't need to be spent obsessing about goals and finances. It's true. Sometimes giving yourself a break can be a reward in and of itself. Let's say you make six months of on-time extra payments. Go ahead and give yourself a month off. Maybe you use the money you would have spent to buy yourself something, as mentioned in number four. Or maybe you just stick it into savings. Maybe taking a month off from those payments means that you can cut back on your side gig and spend some time reading a good book poolside. Sometimes taking a break can give you the space to reevaluate whether this is a goal you wanna keep pursuing in the first place. Perhaps another goal will rise to the forefront and you'll find yourself reprioritizing to incorporate it. Alternatively, you may be surprised at the lack of progress you're making and find yourself attacking your original goal with renewed zeal when your break is over. Sounds like a win-win to me. Taking a break can also help you switch strategies, as mentioned earlier, by giving yourself time to think. If I hadn't taken a break from auto pay so I could prioritize closing on my house, I never would have realized that there was a different way to tackle my student loan payments. Final thoughts. Self-knowledge is an important component to motivation. That may mean outsmarting yourself by understanding your weaknesses or spurring yourself to action by playing to your strengths. Once you know what works for you, you can create a plan for reaching your goals that's tailored to your situation and personality. You just listened to the post titled Motivation and Money by Honey Smith with GetRichSlowly.org. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. 
It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Staying motivated while pursuing a financial goal over a long period of time is no easy task. This to me is one of the key challenges of pursuing financial independence. When we're first interested in the idea, it's really exciting to optimize our expenses, increase our income, and come up with our investment strategy. I know for myself, I spent a ton of time figuring out my FI number and estimating how long it would take me to get there. This is the time where we're reading all the books and blogs and listening to all the podcasts about money. It's new, exciting, and there's so much to learn. But then we settle into what I call the boring middle. We're steadily accumulating our nest egg, but there isn't much left to optimize. And our financial literacy is at a point where most of what we read or listen to is repetitive. When I reached this point, only one thing helped me maintain motivation and that was tapping into the amazing FIRE community. I started going to in-person events like Camp Fi and Camp Mustache, and I even created my own event, the Economy Conference. In-person connection with other people pursuing FI has been game-changing for me because it's helped me see that there's no right way to do this, and there is a ton of variability in how people reach financial freedom. As I always say, FI is so much better with friends. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.